Welcome, listeners, to this week's episode of the Sport of Business Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scalen, and I'm thrilled today to be joined by uh, Jamie Gallagher. Jamie is the owner of CrossFit Burke. Uh, so, Jamie, kind of help us orient uh, where your gym is it, uh, on the map. Sure. Uh, CrossFit Burke's located in Fairfax, Virginia. Uh, Fairfax, Virginia is a, a county uh, about 30 minutes west of Washington, D.C., and uh, we're, we're, we're located in there. There's, there's, a, there's about five or six other gyms uh, in, in Fairfax uh, that, that are CrossFit gyms as well. Okay, right on. So um, it's a good time to note that, that we will be having one of our weekend business seminars at Jamie's Gym uh, coming up very shortly, actually, April 9th and 10th. So you can still get in on that. I'm, I think there's a few spots left, uh, 321goproject.com. Um, just click on one of the banners for the weekend business seminars. Uh, it is, it, it will not disappoint. I've, I've done a couple of these now and it's always a good time. And, uh, and I'm actually kind of stoked to go hang out at Jamie's gym for the weekend. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah, we're we're uh, looking forward to hosting, uh, uh, you, Matt and uh three, two, one go crew and, uh, and all the gym owners that, uh, that they're going to partake that weekend. Uh, there's lots of learning that's going to go on a lot of, uh, uh, lessons learned from from your side and and also you know I, I guarantee a lot of the business owners are going to share some really good experiences with each other you know I, I bet a lot of magic is made during breakout sessions and things like that it's funny you say that Jamie Clay and I were just talking about this the other day we were like trying to plan like okay well how many lectures are we going to do like how many breakout sessions and and one thing that we came around to is that it, every one of these seminars we've done, there seems to be more that occurs when the gym owners like sit around and have lunch or after everything, go have a beer together. Like mm -hmm. that, I mean, there's a lot of magic in that. I'm, I, that's what I'm the most excited about. Absolutely. So uh, definitely gym owners out there, get on that um, April 9th and 10th at, at CrossFit Burke. So enough of the announcements, Jamie. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear from you. So uh, I kind of got a little bit of your backstory leading up to opening your box uh, in our pre-interview, but why don't you let the listeners know uh, sort of the story that brought you to CrossFit Burke? Yeah, absolutely. So um, when I was a second lieutenant in Marine Corps, uh, I was introduced to CrossFit when uh, I was down at the basic school. That's it's a school where all the, all the uh, new uh, second lieutenants go to to learn how to be a marine officer, and uh, my captain, he was an early adopter of CrossFit, and so he started training us in CrossFit. And uh, you know, I was a back and buys guy, chest and tries, legs sometimes guy in college. And uh, when we started going with with this training, uh, not only was was my fitness getting better, but our platoon as a whole was, was outperforming the other platoons, uh, in, in my company. And that, that sort of was like the first like aha moment. And I said, okay, when I become a platoon commander, I'm going to train my Marines in CrossFit. And I did that. So I made my Marines more fit, less injury prone, uh, and, and also made it in such a way that, uh, that the Marines were challenged, but also were coached safely. And so I did that, uh, when I became a platoon commander and then my battalion uh, wanted to send me to this CrossFit level one that was going to be uh, on Okinawa, Japan. That's where I was stationed. And uh, lo and behold, the, uh, the two guys who were actually the three guys that were running the, the level one was um, a few people we all may know, Greg Glassman, 
Dave Castro, and a guy by the name of Andy Stump. And so uh, th- those that's were the, quite the seminar staff, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so they 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 did my uh, my level one back in uh, January of '08, and then I can't I come back from that, and my battalion commander asked me if I wanted to 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 train the whole battalion, come up with a training plan for the battalion for physical fitness, and and so I did that. And I said, you know, I, I may have a knack for this, but it was just something that I was just really interested in. Uh, then, uh, when I was stationed in, uh, Washington, DC, I decided to pursue, uh, uh, CrossFit and, and, and health and fitness a little bit more and started doing a, uh, uh, a Monday, Wednesday, Friday CrossFit class with my, uh, with my fellow Marines and also some of our civilian staff members. So here I am, I'm teaching people who are maybe, uh, 55, 60 years old along with these 19, 20 year old hard charging Marines. And I was able to uh, come up with, with, with modifications and progressions that fit each one's ability level. And they all had the same, uh, they had, they all got the same stimulus and the same outcome. And uh, it was, it was super successful. Uh, I I got, I got uh, uh, Marine Corps community services folks. They, they were like, you can't call it CrossFit because the Marine Corps doesn't want to be called, does not want to call it CrossFit. You have to call it something else. So I did that. And, uh, as we went through, uh, it was, it was a great program and that's what was the linchpin in me when I transitioned out of the Marine Corps to potentially open up my own CrossFit gym someday. And so that was in July of 2011. I worked at a CrossFit gym called Trident CrossFit in Alexandria, Virginia. It's one of the uh, more successful CrossFit gyms in the country. Um, owned by uh, Chris and Andrea Smith, they're they're level they're on the level one staff as well, and uh, they uh, they were great mentors to me on what a what a really good gym should be, and that's an inclusive gym where all where all comers feel welcome, and that was that was hammered home from the very first day, and uh, uh, that is a model that that I've used in my current gym, and, and so two years later in December of 2013, CrossFit Burke opened its doors. So was it for you? Was it this? Uh, so was it the experience of training uh, uh, Marines and civilians side by side and seeing that they could get the same response, same adaptation, same camaraderie out of the workout? Is that kind of what really made CrossFit it, stick for you? It, it was. It was because. Uh, I, I knew I could train, you know, you know, young, young men and women who maybe don't have as, as many uh, limitations as someone who's older. Um, so that was a really, it was a really good learning experience for myself where I would have people come to me and say, Hey, you know, um, my knee's gimpy, my shoulder's bad, whatever the case may be. And really just looking into the research and, and, and just like, being that conscientious coach to say, okay, do no harm. How can I, how can I have this person have a great workout and have them uh, not, not get hurt? Right, so how, still there? Yeah, I'm here. So, so how did, uh, so tell me how this, how that lesson has carried over into Burke. How have you applied that philosophy and culture into what you do at your gym? Absolutely. So um, there's a, there's a few things. Uh, we, uh, I have this this principle called become brilliant at the basics. You've got to become when you teach, 
you have to make sure that the foundational movements are, are dialed in. And that, that then leads to higher skilled movements. And the way that we train our athletes at, at CrossFit Burke is we have three levels of athlete. We have our level one, which is our beginner. Level two is our intermediate and level three is our advanced. And we train all those athletes all in the same class. So the level one athlete, they may be something that's uh, not as complex and maybe lighter weight. And then level two, more complex, a little bit heavier weight. Level three, most complex and heaviest weight. And what that does is instead of saying, hey, we're going to modify your workout. We have one workout and we're going to modify that to each individual person. What we do is we set parameters. Hey, if you're level one, this is probably where you're going to fall between uh, based, on, based on our experience here at CrossFit Burke and as coaches. Level two, same thing. Level three, same thing. So it, it empowers people to be the best level one they can be. It empowers people to be the best level two. empowers people to be the best level three. Instead of you walk in and there's a, you know, you're a male and it's a 350-pound deadlift for you know, you're doing 10 reps of that, then a 400 meter run and then 20 pull-ups. You're like, I can't do any of that. And then you get tired of always asking the coach, can you please modify this? Can you please, and that kind of, that makes you, you feel uh, less, less valued. You know, your, 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 your self-worth may drop a little bit because you're always asking, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Please do something for me. So the level system takes all that out. And we really want to use the levels as an empowerment tool for folks. What I really like about what you just explained there, uh, Jamie, was that there's a systematic approach. Like, I I don't know. I feel like I, anytime I talk to anybody about CrossFit, uh, the conversation is, yes, it can be scaled. Yes, it can meet you where you are. Um, But then to have athletes step into your gym and experience that in a very systematic way, uh, very consistently, to me, that sounds like a, a rock solid way to retain athletes for a long time. Is that has that been your experience? Yeah, absolutely. People really appreciate the fact that um, when they come in, that uh, they're being taken care of and they're being looked at um, as as an athlete, regardless of their ability level. Uh, and, and you know, it's it's funny when I do my consults. Um, you know, I talk about athletes, talk about athletes, and this one woman said to me, well, I'm not an athlete. And I said, yes, you are. You're, you're absolutely an athlete. She's like, well, I haven't done anything athletic, you know, in 20 years. I'm like, well, when, when you leave the gym today, uh, what if a car like zooms by and you have to jump back? Jumping backwards is an athletic movement. So in essence, you are an athlete. Everything that we do in life is athletic. So the mindset needs to be that you're, you're an athlete. And when we train our athletes with that, that level system, we again empower them to ensure that their, their stimulus that we want across all three levels is the same. So at the end of it, level three, level two, level one, they can all high five each other and say, hey, you know what? That was a hell of a workout. That was awesome. And everyone is getting something out of it and they're building upon what they just did. So one thing that I've noticed when I when I talk to other gym owners that I uh, am really that I want to emulate, and I would consider you one of these guys that I look at, and I'm like, wow, like what can I take from his gym and apply it to it? It seems like all of these gym owners that I talk to have like a mantra or a saying that is like the the core of what they are. Like, and 
And so one thing that you've said several times to me, uh, both before we started recording and now is uh, be brilliant at the basics, giving people the opportunity to really excel at that. So how do you take this idea of being brilliant at the basics and apply this to business? Absolutely. So um, when we, uh, when when Jim, when, when we first opened, we knew that we wanted to do more than just CrossFit. We wanted to do personal training. We wanted to do a kid's program. We wanted to do barbell club. We wanted to have a, a competition team and all this stuff. But we knew at our core, we were going to be a CrossFit gym, providing CrossFit classes to, to our athletes. And we had to make sure that was, that was the hub. And if, if that hub became too small, then you don't have a pool of people to, to pull from for that competition club, for that barbell club, for whatever sort of other uh, uh, endeavors that you want to have inside your gym. And so uh, my, my advice to gym owners is become really good at being a coach who can teach your, your athletes how to move well, be, be vicious and vigorous with, with moving well and cueing people. Don't let, don't let bad movement like happen because you're, you're afraid to correct somebody or maybe you've corrected them already three times, correct them that fourth time. That's why they're, that's why they're coming into your gym. So you've got to make sure that their fundamentals are solid. Their fundamentals are solid. They appreciate that. Never take a dirty look or an F you for, for unappreciation because they do appreciate it. And so it all comes back to becoming brilliant at the basics and moving well. Those, those two are, are linked. That's so cool. I, I think that, you know, I always tend to like look at these things from, a, from the lens of, of, of marketing and, and branding in general. And, and I found that if, you know, the, the public people in general are just insanely busy right now, um, or at least there, there's this perception of busyness and there's no, there's not really a ton of room for nuance in, in different people presenting their message. So for me, I always, whenever I talk with gym owners, with business coaching, I'm like, narrow it down, like zero in on the, like you said, the hub, because I mean, even if like your hub is meathead jerks mm-hmm. at least you have something at least you stand for something and everybody knows exactly what it is yep i uh i just love this jamie so um so moving on from being brilliant at the basics one thing i always ask gym owners is what do you excel at like what does your gym do better than most gyms out there w- what is that for crossfit burke i i believe it's our intake mm-hmm. so from, from the time someone walks in walks into the gym or emails me, uh, they're being taken care of. So, um, Matt, say you were to email me and you're, and you're like, Hey, Jamie, I'm interested in CrossFit. Um, how do I get started? I send you, uh, I send you a link. I, I tell you all about, um, who we are, what our value is, you know, pricing and scheduling information, stuff like that. But in there, there's a schedule link where you can schedule a one-on-one consult and intro class with me. You click on that link, you find the day and time that works best for you. Um, you click on that, and then we set up that, that hour time slot where you come in. I give you a tour of the gym. I, I show you what all the equipment is and what, it, and what it's used for to lower 
the kind of the scariness barrier. You know, when you're walking around the gym and you, and you know, it's four thirty, five thirty at night and you see all these sweaty bodies, you know, dropping weights or, you know, doing pull-ups or climbing a rope or, or something like that, it can be a little bit intimidating. So I walk the folks around to ensure that when, when they are in there, they feel part of it. And it, once you touch something, it becomes less scary. So we do that. We do that. We do a, uh, uh, you know, walk through the gym and then we go, we sit in my office and we talk first about what their, what their athletic history is, what their background is in that. And then the second thing we talk about are what their goals are and what their priorities are. And then we, then I discuss how we can help them reach those goals and priorities. Um, and then after that, we, uh, we answer all the questions and then we do our one-on-one intro class workout. And as a, I'm sorry, go on. Oh yeah. So is this a process, Jamie, that you sat down and mapped out at some point? Did you put this on a whiteboard, like from first email to first class? Yeah. Yes. I, I think Absolutely. that, I think that if I always, so in the podcast, we always like to give somebody like turn around and do this today kind of thing. And I would say that based off of what you just said, Jamie, that would be an exercise that would behoove most gym owners. I mean, hell, most business owners should probably sit down on a whiteboard and just map out what is this experience like from first point of contact to, you know, a, a athlete for five years, for example. Absolutely. That is, that is, that is something that's really crucial. Um, and you, you, you have to be detailed. You know, what does that email look like? What are you trying to present? Um, you know, uh, one of the things that we do with, with our coaches and our new coaches and our interns and stuff that come in is we put them through a, a coaching program. And the very first day of the coaching program is we teach them how to talk to potential members that walk in. And uh, if, you're that, if, you're that new, if you're that new person that comes in, maybe you've seen CrossFit on TV or your, your buddies in California, I'm in Virginia, your buddies in California do it. Um, they're going to come in and they're going to ask two questions. The two questions are, how much are, how much are your memberships and what's your schedule? Those are the two things because that's all they know to, to ask. And it's incumbent upon us as the coaches and the staff to educate them about what we do first. So you hear you, someone comes in, Hey, Jamie, uh, I'm interested in CrossFit. Why, uh, uh, what are your memberships and what's your schedule? And, and the first thing question I ask them is, have you ever done CrossFit before? Let them tell their story so you can be informed on what their experience is. Um, if you were to go right to your rate sheet and hand it to them, and, you're, and then you start asking these questions, their eyes are going to go right to what, what the prices are with no context of really what you do. And then you start to sound like the peanuts parents. Wah, wah, wah. They're, they're not listening. They're not paying attention. You know, and yeah, CrossFit's not Gold's Gym. It's not. And we're not priced like Gold's Gym. But if that's their context of like what a gym should cost, then, they, then that sticker shot comes in and uh, they – they need to be informed first on what it is you guys do before you start handing them information. So they have that context to put with that information that you give them. And we, and we hammer that home with, with all our coaches and our interns and assistant coaches. I think you nailed that, Jamie, uh, putting what you do in context 
in context, framing it, you know, framing it around what you are and what you aren't. So you said a couple of things in there that I think are really profound that, that gym owners can take away from this conversation is, um, asking this athlete what their history is. So, you know, have you done CrossFit before? Even have you done personal training before? Because if somebody is accustomed to personal training, you know, they're probably spending eight, nine, a thousand dollars a month on mm-hmm. that. So talking them down to a group membership is really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, even framing the discussion around, yeah, I, so you've been a member, like you said, at a Gold's Gym before. How did that go? How often did you attend? How long were you engaged in that process? And then framing that like, hey, our members come five days a week for years. Mm-hmm. You know, so kind of I, I really like where you're heading with that is, is framing the message to people in terms that they understand. Absolutely. And, and ask lots of questions because the more information people want, want to talk about themselves. And the more questions you ask, the more information you get. So again, you can apply that information to the context of, of, uh, of what they're really asking for. Yep. Awesome. So, um, moving on, Jamie. So another, I want to throw in another plug for the April 9th and 10th, uh, business seminar here. We are going to be visiting, uh, CrossFit Burke in Fairfax, but I've noticed that you've got a lot of other seminars coming up. Um, which I think is is kind of a market that a lot of gym owners are trying to get into. How do I host people or how do I even hold my own seminars to show my expertise, develop trust and things like that? Uh, explain to us, well, first off, tell us some of the cool seminars you got coming up because they sound really fun, A. Uh, B, how have you gone about having this be an integral part of your business model? Absolutely. So um, this... This past year, 2015, um, I was uh, I was looking back at the year and seeing what we did well and what we can do better. And one of the things that we that we could have done better is to have more seminars, both in-house seminars like clinics, like a muscle-up clinic, a pull-up, uh, something like that, a rope climbing clinic, or um, uh, third-party uh, seminars, uh, maybe a level CrossFit level one, a USAW, whatever the case may be, and so. What, what I did was, is I actually, um, my, head, my, my most trusted head coach, who is a real uh, go-getter, uh, I sat down with him and made him our director of training. And uh, because I'm, I'm so busy that w- with doing other things that staying on top of what sort of seminars to get in here, things can kind of fall off my plate. So what we did was, is with the with my director of training uh billet is my coach will get five percent of the total revenue of whatever sort of seminar that we have and that's and that's how he gets paid and that's also to include personal training that includes uh, uh clinics seminars and any other other sort of like outside training uh event that we have he'll get five percent of that total gross revenue and that's that's how he's compensated for that. So now I have this fired up guy who is who wants to get as many seminars and clinics booked as possible. And so he he's been he's been hot on it. And the the seminars that we have coming up, obviously we have the the one with three two one go, 
And that, that's, uh, again, April 9th and 10th at CrossFit Burke. And then we're, we're, we're hosting um, a guy by the name of Travis Mash on April 30th at CrossFit Burke. The following weekend, May 7th, we're hosting another guy by the name of John North uh, at CrossFit Burke. And then on the 14th and 15th of uh, May, I, I, um, we're hosting the OPEX Athlete Camp. I'm, I'm an OPEX athlete. I've gone through the OPEX CC, CCP course. And uh, one of my coaches, Matt Bryant, he, he's going to be uh, the coach in charge for that athlete camp. It, it's it's going to be really fun. Uh, James Fitzgerald, if, if you don't know, he won the 2007 CrossFit Games. And when it comes to sports performance and trying to, to make your programming the best it can be, he is the man, it, it, without question. Uh, there's other schools of thought out there, but for, for my money and, and for, for who, who, I, uh, who I look up to from a programming perspective, James Fitzgerald's a guy. He's got thousands and thousands and thousands of clients and hours of, of, of research on, on why to do things a certain way. And uh, so he and his team will be uh, across at Burke on May 14th and 15th. So if you're an athlete that is looking to get pushed and to kind of see where you are, um, that the athlete camp is a great way to, great way to go. Sweet, man. So, um, so what is, so one thing that we know is that, that, in these weekend seminars, it's uh, it's a great opportunity for both athletes, business owners, um, to really kind of shut it out. So you you know one thing that we know from a productivity standpoint is that you need to block out time for certain activities, and like this is the only activity that I do during this time. And I think that that's, in my opinion, I think that's why seminars are so effective to engage with an audience. So. You had mentioned some in-house clinics and seminars that you do, so like a, a muscle-up clinic or maybe having a, a chiropractor come out to do some mm-hmm. sort of uh, mobility instruction or something like that. How how has your membership, your athletes, how have they like grown to appreciate these these sort of seminars? Uh, they, they love them. Uh, you know, we we uh, have a muscle-up clinic coming up uh, this Saturday, and it's sold out. And the, it, it sold out within like 48 hours of us announcing it because people are interested in learning how to do a muscle up. And sometimes that 15 minutes, 20 minutes of skill work in, in, inside your class, you just can't get to it all. And you need, you need a more individualized approach and, a, and really breaking down that, that movement uh, from, from the very beginning and giving people a chance to kind of work through the kinks. Um, and, and that's why like a muscle up clinic is, is so valuable. Uh, then, uh, we have a rope climbing, uh, clinic coming up. Our, our ceilings are 30 feet high at CrossFit Burke. I'm not saying that we have people climb to 30 feet all the time, but there are some folks who, who, you know, get a, get a kick out of that. But really what we try to focus on is, is the basics of that rope climb, getting that good bite in regardless of sort of what method of rope climbing that you prefer the leg wrap or the the S method or any of the other methods that are out there, we teach them all. And then we have the athlete practice those, those skills in that, in that clinic. So now instead of, again, spending a half hour in class doing it, now we're, 
you know, where we only have a finite amount of time and, and, and they get more out of it. They get more value out of that, that one-on-one or, or small group coaching. How do you go about determining what, what sort of clinic or seminar you're going to put on? So we have, uh, so we do goal, goal uh, tracking with our members. Mm-hmm. And so they, they let us know. Uh, it's all, it's, this is all of our in-house clinics, uh, like the muscle up and the rope climbing and things like that. They're all driven by our athletes. They're the ones saying, hey, I want to get better at pull-ups. I want to get better at rope climbing. I want to get better at muscle ups. And then we meet that, that need with the clinic. Awesome. So if you're not asking your, your members what they want to get better at, you need to start doing that, whether formally or informally. Have a goals board, something like that. Take a take a picture of it, um, write it down. It's super important that you that you listen to your athletes. And from the sounds of it, it doesn't need to be complicated. Like you said, have a goals board, snap a picture of it, and yep. just create a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Piece of cake. Okay, so um, the last thing that I want to hit on, Jamie, is I always like to to talk with business owners and just kind of feel out. Um, you know, kind of who do, who do you look for, for information? And, you know, typically we end up like what books you read, what, you know, blogs you follow and things like that. Do you have anything that you have come across that has had the most impact on your business? Sure. So, um, I, I spoke earlier about this, this philosophy of, um, becoming brilliant at the basics. And, uh, again, this goes back to my Marine Corps, uh, foundation and heritage, uh, when again, when I was that second lieutenant out at the basic school, we had to read a bunch of books. And one of the books we had to read was called The Passion of Command. It was written by this guy by the name of Colonel B.P. McCoy. And one of the biggest tenets in that book was becoming brilliant at the basics. You cannot have a, uh, an effective combat fire team or squad platoon company if that Marine, that, that individual Marine, doesn't know what their job is and doesn't know how to do their job well. So you have to go over the, the, the most mundane stuff hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times so it becomes muscle memory. Then as, as that individual becomes more proficient, then the group becomes more proficient and then a larger group becomes more proficient. And then all of a sudden you have this, as what we like to say in CrossFit, virtuosity of 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 basically uh, of of a combat effective force and i use that become brilliant at the basics with everything that i do from the my business model to uh my you know my my marriage with my wife like you've gotta you gotta hold hands right before you 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 jump in the sheets like there are certain things you gotta do that lead up to bigger and better things and uh and so becoming brilliant at the basics working on the foundational stuff, not getting in too deep before you've got that nailed down is something that I'm a, I'm a true believer in. And uh, the, the really cool thing about uh, this book, The Passion of Command and the author BP McCoy, is that uh, in August, I got an email from this guy uh, who who's looking in, into our gym. And uh, his name was BP McCoy. <laughs> and so uh, he, uh, this guy who he, he, you know, he, he doesn't know all this, but uh, he will shortly that, you know, that book resonated with me so much that has carried me, you know, through 10 plus years, you know, being, um, being after I read it, that it's still, it's still what I do. It's still how I, I plan stuff. 
And, and now he's a member of mine. I teach him how to teach him how to snatch and power clean. And Hey man, you got a hey BP, you know, this isn't the core. I, I need full extension. You know, don't be short. Don't be short changing those pull-ups, you know, um, and, and things like that. So uh, it's really neat that this guy who is a mentor of mine from afar is now in my gym and, and I'm a mentor to him as a fitness professional, but he'll always be that sort of like leadership lean on guy I can go to when, when I'm having, uh, when I have questions. I, I think that one of the most impactful things about what you just said to me is that this guy that you viewed as, as a leader and like an inspiration, something that's probably carried you through some difficult times, uh, both in your business and outside of it is now a, he's a member of your gym and you are now leading him. And, you know, Throughout the podcast over the last several weeks, we've had some discussions about leadership and what that means. How, what is your impression of him now, as, you know, you being his leader, like when those roles have reversed, what, what has that impression been like for you? Uh, it's, it, it's one of mutual respect. Mm. You know, when, when, you, when you're in a leadership role, you, you have to respect the people who you're leading. And when you're in that, uh, that subordinate role, you've got to respect and appreciate the leader. Um, obviously, it needs to be it needs to be earned. Um, and every day, you know, as that leader, you, you like I wake up today, I'm going to I'm going to re earn my credibility, I'm going to re earn my trust uh, for, for not only him, but all my members. So when that becomes a habit of just re earning that trust every day, people who are leaders, they appreciate that and they know that you're not kind of mailing it in or dialing it in that you really care about the organization that you're leading and standing in front of. And so, yeah, the, uh, the relationship's been pretty neat. That's, that's a, I, Jamie, I think that's a great, uh, punctuation to this discussion. Uh, can you, uh, can you promise me that you're going to start rolling out some mats because I'm going to give a crack at that, uh, 30 foot rope climb when I'm out there. If yeah, we've got, about, we've got about 20 mats, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we, we put out the mats. We don't, uh, we don't <laughs> let people climb any rope without uh, any mats. But, well, uh, stack them up, brother, because I'm coming. I'll bring my gloves. Right, sounds good. <laughs> well, you know, Alex Smith came in there, uh, into my gym, and he did a legless uh, L-sit rope climb um, up and down. So, you know, see, we'll see what you got, Matt. I, I can't promise that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jamie, thanks so much for taking the time out of your busy day to chat with us. Um, I'll, I'll link to uh, CrossFit Burke and some of the seminars that you mentioned in the show notes. But anything you want to leave the gym owners with before we, uh, before we get off? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, guys and gals out there, when, when, you're, when you wake up every morning, rem remember, hey, we're, we're serving our members. Um, and when things are starting to get tough, dial it, dial it back become brilliant at those basics. Don't lose focus of who you're trying to, to lead and to serve. Because if you stay focused with that, those tough times become shorter and, you, and, and the success is right around the corner. Awesome. That's a great word, brother. Um, Jamie, thanks again. This was a great episode. Absolutely. Th thanks for having me.